Hello and welcome to season two, episode four of the D Hoop University podcast. This is your host, Daryl Harris, also known as D Hoopster, and we are here today to break down this WrestleMania 40 kickoff presser held in Las Vegas. Your boy was a member of the media front and center, and I'm happy to break it down with my guy, Questin Fisher, today. Not on this episode, but know that we will get to the NBA trade deadline that has come and gone, and we will get to Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas between the Chiefs and the 49ers. We're going to do that after the fact. So sit down, enjoy this hefty deep dive into what this year's WrestleMania may entail. Without further ado, let's talk some WWE. Sir. Coming live from the... Hey, yo, what up, man? I got my guy Quest on the pod. What's good, bro? What's the deal, man? What's the deal? Fish flicks in the house. You, uh, you may have seen this guy's work reviewing films. He, he's an avid film lover, watcher, critiquer. You might have known his, t- you might know his TikTok page. Uh, UNLV graduate, uh, working man, working man. That's for show. Absolutely. And he's got the best birthday on the entire whatever calendar we abide by. That being June twenty eighth, same as your boy Hoopster. What up, Quest? What up, man? What a great introduction. I appreciate it, man. Made me feel like I'm famous. But yeah, you you hit it right on the head with the working man part, man. We always working. Always hey. gotta be. <laughs> Ain't nothing in Vegas free except unless you get lucky, <laughs> man. Um. <laughs> So we are here, we are here to break down this WrestleMania kickoff presser that happened at T-Mobile Arena a couple nights ago now. And we, we shot for this immediately after and it became a tough task because Vegas is nuts right now. Absolutely off the wall right now. The Super Bowl is in T minus 16 hours or so. We're going to try and get this pot up as soon as possible afterward. I got my guy Terrell on standby. We're going to try to get it in. But yeah, everybody's lines is blowing up. Everybody got plots. There's stuff going on here, there. WWE said, hey, we got to get in on this as well. So they they had this impromptu event coming off of a hell of a cliffhanger. Oh, oh, eight days ago on SmackDown. And that all built up into what I thought was a true experience that that presser was, man. Um, before we just dive right into what happened there, Quest, let me hear how you felt leading up to it, what you were hoping for, because we've talked about this on the pod already, a couple episodes uh, built up to it before the Rumble, after the Rumble, about, man, th- this guy Cody has lightning in a bottle right now. And WWE recognizes that. And 
it is now their job to execute this road to WrestleMania the right way. And it, it seemed like we didn't know where it was going. We absolutely did not know where it was going. And, you know, with, with this whole thing, with this build to WrestleMania, we thought it was going one way, but obviously things went left. You got CM Punk getting hurt, and then the Vince McMahon scandal, which Brock Lesnar is allegedly tied into that. So that's another major chunk of it. Allegedly, being gone. allegedly, allegedly, because yeah, it's allegedly because he wasn't name dropped at all. But when you say former UFC star and big WWE star, I mean. Walk like a duck, sound like a duck, it's a what? <laughs> right. And so, you know, you lose those chunks of pieces because you lose out on two potential matches on like a Brock Lesnar and a Gunther and CM Punk and Seth Rollins. Those are two big marquee matches you miss out on. So it's like, it's been a roller coaster of a build to me in my honest opinion so far. And so... You know, we, we were we were starting off strong. We had Cody win the Rumble, of course. That was absolutely the right call to do, just based on how everything was going and transpiring. And obviously, he points to The Rock at the Royal Rumble. So that instantly Roman. gets me... Roman. I, I mean, oh, Roman, my apologies. Oh. For the record. See, you, you know, the, the bloodline. You get, you get around my drift. <laughs> and so he points at Roman at the Rumble. And so we get instantly excited, like, yes, the story. We're going to finally get to the point of finishing the story. And then we get a ginormous Dwayne Johnson-sized rock get planted right in the middle of Cody's build. And as soon as I saw that, I instantly went red because it's like, listen, here's the thing that people got to understand. Of course, do we all want to see Brock versus Roman? Of course we do. Of course we do. We've been waiting on this match for how many years? Right. Almost a that decade is. now. Almost a decade now. And now with Crazy. the character that it's the character that he's with now, now is the perfect time to do the match. And it should have happened last year. And need to need I to remind everybody that this match was supposedly locked in, but then they decided to put their pencils down. Let the way tell the, it. That that's in the words of Dwayne, <laughs> in the words of Dwayne, and it didn't happen. So getting it now, it will seem like it's just forced. And the way they presented it on SmackDown, of course, too, you really you really had Cody go out there, turn down a main event, and be like, "Here you go, Dwayne, go ahead and do your bloodline storyline match." And it just wasn't right. And they were getting reports about him making pitches to the board, politicking this match in. So, of course, I was a part of the We Want Cody movement because there's a lot of ramifications. Because, number one, Cody's earned this moment. Two, Roman's held onto that title too goddamn long now. And three, <laughs> this has been a two-year-long story that we are finally feeling like we're, we're feeling that climax. Like, I, I came up with the analogy of, listen, WrestleMania 39 for Cody was Avengers Infinity War. We are now in the Avengers Endgame phase of this story. So it's time for the superhero big time ending. And so just seeing Dwayne come in and just take it over, it it really hurt. And so the backlash, of course, 
that was expected, a la Yes Movement, Daniel Bryan, because when you try to insult the fans' intelligence, they're going to let you know, like, hey, you know, that that's not right. And what how it went down on that SmackDown was not right. Now, had Dwayne won the Rumble, we none of this stuff will be happening. If he won the Rumble, none of this will be happening. And so we got the press conference, and man, I walked out a happy man, of course, and just overall the feeling and the setting of it, definitely a lot of UFC influences and vibes. Oh, yeah. Throughout. Oh, yeah. Definitely, because they're sports entertainment. But now we're seeing WWE transition from entertainment to more sports-centric now. And so no. the whole experience of the vibe was just interesting. And, I, and so when you get the chance, I want to know your thoughts as well on the press the presser as well and it's how you feel they be transitioning into the sports centric role yeah bro it's funny because like you said you meant you referenced the smackdown that that blew everything up essentially the, the nothing was the same smackdown and i i watched it with bash and was like you know jumping up and down as the rocks coming now you know not like a little kid like a grown-ass kid um (laughs) because right like you said this is what we all wanted at one point in time at least and we're getting teased by it and it's like okay we can't keep kicking this can down the road however we can't kick the cody raising the belt down the road much further at all either now over that weekend when the yes when we want cody hashtag was the leading trend on all of x when you know the rock became public enemy number one. I I tend to be this person in a lot of rooms where I'm like, right, hold on, everybody, let's take a deep breath. What actually happened? When at you know, two things were happening at the same time. For one, they never said anything. Rock and Roman came face to face, and all Cody said explicitly was that he wasn't coming for Roman at Mania, which was enough to to stir the pot incredibly. Um, but in the days that followed, you know, all the reports of, and I, I actually want to hear from you about this because, you know, oh, Rock's coming in doing what he's doing. He tried to take over the whole DC universe. He tried to become, he tried to make Black Adam this and that. And that's your world more than it is mine for sure. Um, He's trying to make this fast fam, like fast and furious. Like, nah, hold on, Dwayne. This isn't about you. Um, and honestly, bro, now that we sat through Thursday and he had his appearances on Radio Row, on Pat McAfee's show, complete side note. I have to say it now because I'm going to forget about it at some point. 2024 is setting up to be one of them years. That, like, you just say 2024, you will have memories vividly of, like, oh, man, there we was getting good music. We was getting good wrestling. We were getting good. The Super Bowl was in Vegas, man. Like, we're only six weeks in. And 2024 has been memorable. It's only February 10th. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Not even six weeks. Like, so th- I just had to say that. So that's on record. Um but we got through it all, bro, and I think that this has worked perfectly. What we have right now 
there's a lot of talk about, you know, Hollywood rock is back. Heel rock is back. Sam Roberts sort of alluded to it. I don't think this is a version of the rock we've ever seen before. It, it has bits and pieces, but this is what nobody really expected because rock versus Roman was highlighted so explicitly when we actually have bloodline rock in WWE bloodline executive rock corporate rock which we didn't think would be the case especially on this road to WrestleMania maybe eventually and down the line um but dude it's honestly a thing of beauty because that presser we'll, we'll talk after we get about to talk about the main event quote-unquote of the presser we'll talk about some of the other events because it was other there were other notable points from it other appearances and things like that but dude that final segment which started with seth rollins coming out saying cody it's time to make a decision champ come on out cody's music doesn't hit roman's music hits and he comes out continues to throw mud all over Seth Rollins' name, all over the world heavyweight title. And it's just like, bro, y'all take that JV championship over to Monday night. Like, stop involving me with this petty little belt you have, Seth. It's not about you. Uh, <laughs> I have notes on that as well. Uh, Roman's music hits. He's out. Payments holding the belt. Rock interrupts him, and they say, yeah, it's time. I want you. Roman says, yes, I also want to do the main event against you. This will be the match for WrestleMania. And Cody comes out. He's the only person, the only wrestler that came out whose music didn't play. You know, just footnote. Comes out, says, everybody, this is some bullshit. <laughs> just like that. It says, knock it off. I want, I'm going to challenge you, Roman, at WrestleMania. Triple H later confirmed that will be the main event. But the subtlety that I'm sure we both picked up on, because I'm also a, a film, I, I don't get as much time to watch movies currently as I do now. But growing up, I was active in drama. I've, you know, done some stage stuff. Nothing here. You know, not going to see me anywhere now. But, like, I also have appreciation. Studied it, you know. Learn these things, stage presence, how to what all that, whatever. Working TV now. It was clear the staging of what happened once Cody came out. The Rock aligned himself on the side of the stage with Roman. And Roman sort of took deference to the Rock and was like, go ahead. Like, you got him. You got him, big dog. I'm right here, though. And Rock kind of set the record straight. Eventually, that led up to the slap. The words leading up to the slap, if not verbatim, were, hey, you, you diss his family, you dissing my family. And now you have a problem with me. Slap. Push and shove, hold me back, all this and that. We got all this out there. We got Pierce out there, Triple H. And... Watching it, bro, I know you did too. It's like 
the tension, it built up so nicely because you could almost tell he was about to hit him before he hit him. I, I feel like I could. And I was so mad because I recorded a lot of it, missed the snap, missed the slap because I was just so, so like, you had to stand up. You couldn't sit down because everybody in front of you standing up the whole nine. And it's just like, oh, this is good. This is very, very good. <laughs> yeah, we just man. had we, we just had Bash walk into the room. Bash, do you want to say what's up? What's up? Hey, what's up, Quest? What's up, Quest? What's up, Bash? Bash, <laughs> say you want to say we want Cody. Oh, Cody. Okay. See, see, that's a good <laughs> wrestling fan right there. That's a good. What, what were your thoughts as as the as it was happening and what it looked and felt like? I mean, it was interesting. I was like, because it started off, I was a little worried about, I'm like, okay, we got Seth out here first. He about to have Cody come out, and then Roman interrupts. It was all laid out perfectly because, let's, let's be real. This was not a work from the start. No, WWE shot themselves into this work. They had to make do with what they messed up on on that SmackDown with having Cody turn down that main event. We'll, we'll never truly know. Oh, no. We won't. Oh, trust me. That, that was, they shot themselves into a work. Because you, <laughs> you don't think Dwayne wanted it to be a straight-up him babyface? Hashtag this, hashtag that. Roman, I'm the head of the table feud. Oh, no. You know, I, I, oh, I no. agree. <laughs> Even if I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, I got you. It's tough because his comments and all this and that leading up, his reasoning why it didn't happen in Hollywood last year, or 2023, was that what's the story we're telling and and coming back, he said, I want to do something that we've never, you know, he was shooting for the moon talking about yeah. what this story, what this angle had to be. Mm-hmm. And long game in quotation marks, this and that. I, I want to believe that they knew it wasn't going to be that easy, especially now. I do think it was a knee jerk reaction following the injuries and following the Vince McMahon allegations. Oh, absolutely. Ha- causing real jeopardy to the company. Um, Mainly that Vin- the Vince allegations, because you right. see how quickly the media swifted under that. Now, I-, I believe that there was some changing course in the week that followed the Rumble victory. Um But even just in terms of, hey, y'all go out there Friday, don't say anything because we're not sure. But they've seen this time and time again when the fans are, I guess like you said, you couldn't have predicted that they would have about faced on The Rock so quickly. But they had to know that they weren't go- that the fans weren't going out like that about Cody. They had to know. And if there were if there was some reverse psychology voodoo yin and yang mind games being played of we're going to think that you guys that Cody's doing this just to make him even bigger that's 
is that giving them too much credit? Probably. It must be somewhere in the middle. Yeah, but here's the thing we got to remember. WWE is owned now. They are merged into a whole nother company. Now, if this was the Vince regime, I think Vince had, Vince is smart, but he, he, he damn there had amnesia with some of the things he did with his creative. But I don't think Vince would be that. I wouldn't, wouldn't, I, you never know what Vince, never mind that. <laughs> but listen, the people behind that are owning TKO that have majority of WWE, they don't know nothing about running a wrestling company. So they they know they see Rock and because Ari Emanuel and Dwayne they have a long history it's been reported so they see Dwayne yeah, they and he's made note of that box office they think of box office so they see Dwayne and then his cousin they want that they're gonna of course want that and then easily pitch that with the injury that's gonna yeah and, and blending some more UFC ism into what mm-hmm. WWE now is that sports century at, at least at least um right being that, you know, Endeavor is the one behind them. In UFC booking, Dana White fashion, you announce two people, this is happening in four, three to four or five months, get ready for it. So, them inserting The Rock could have been from the board, (laughs) hey, let them know it's Rock and Roman. We're building to that. That's Mania. XL. When, yo, the road to WrestleMania is not booked like that. It is <laughs> not set in stone. Things change. Things are subject to change. The fans will be heard. You're not going to do wrong by them. Um, and the other, you know, similarity being this presser. Yeah, it, it was very, very much a UFC feel. Um, different in, in terms of they didn't answer questions. They didn't feel things like that. Whereas you would see, uh, for example, wrestle, uh, UFC 200 or whatever big show, you got the con- you got all the folks that are on the card on the stage. They're introduced to all this and that. It's not the weigh-ins. That's separate. But the pressers, you have them all out there, and they're all popping off. <laughs> this was that in that they had T-Mobile Arena pretty much cut in half, and they, it was a stage facing the crowd. And, you know, they pretty much packed all the seats they had out. And instead of getting that press conference feel, it felt like a Raw or it felt like a regular weekly show in terms of the, you know, in and out cycling of folks we had kind of leading up to that final segment involving both the champs and The Rock and Cody and all that. Um, But I don't know, man. Eventually, somehow, they, they've gotten lucky. They've gotten lucky that Cody is the man, yeah. pretty much. That, that, that's going to be the man to carry the company for at least the next six, seven years until guys like Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes are ready to take up that mental full time. So, yeah, you got to 100% get behind Cody right now at this time and, and make that push. I understand – from a bit, me and you understand, I think, of course, the business perspective of doing Rock and Roman. We get the money and the business right. behind Box it, office. of course. But you got to play your cards right. That's why them pivoting right now, in which I, I think it's safe to, we're safe to say it's, this match is not happening at WrestleMania 40. Now, is The Rock going to wrestle at WrestleMania 40? 
that's a separate question. That's a separate question that has to be talked about because I I personally think I think he's still going to be working at Mania in some fashion yeah. or form. As much as they did sort of clear up, they definitely only announced the main event. Mm-hmm. Things just are still that, subject event, to change. The main event and Bailey and um EO Sky just just so we could put some respect right. on that match. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um. If you'll, you'll hear on the Rumble Pod, man, I, I saw, I said, nope, 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 nope. Thumbs up, thumbs down, Batista style. That will be Bailey's story coming out of, coming out of the Rumble. Book mm-hmm. it. Get, bet you it's happening. This whole, all this talking behind her back, you think that she would, uh, no, no, she's going to fix that. Um, yeah, simple storytelling. It's evolution all over again. The, as far as what is happening on the rest of Mania, we know we're getting Jay and Jimmy. And that's going to be fantastic. That's going to be great. Not to interrupt or cut you off in regards to that match. They got to start building towards that match right now. And they should have did more in. They should have did more in the Rumble to build towards that match. I'm excited like you, but they, the wheels got to get in motion now. In the Rumble recap, I noted um, with Justin Walker. I was like, you know, I, I. appreciated how they did that in the rumble because they made it they didn't do what a lot of people thought would happen the spider-man you know the rings full and eventually they turn around and it's face to face they said no one two boom give you a taste of it but even then it wasn't overdone in the rumble match their encounters one didn't eliminate the other one didn't screw the other now that might have been better but to your point now it is time to turn the dial up on that and it's interesting because we have Jay and Gunther playing out right now, which I believe in main event Jay being a thing that like come this time next year, we could be talking about him possibly as a Rumble winner, um, world champion-ish in a, a year or so's time. That's still, you know, what, whatever you think the ceiling on Jay is. But right now, he's got this thing working with Gunther. He's made it clear he wants the title this year. So he's, you shouldn't really be setting him up to lose this. And if you wanted the IC title to be a part of their feud at Mania, I could see that. But that means a lot has to happen quickly. Like you're saying. Yeah. Y'all got to make this clear. Are we not getting Jay and Jimmy at Mania? Because then you're going to piss people off too. <laughs> and then not only that too, um, it's like if, if you have the IC title on the line, That'll look a little bit political, like Rockhead all over that. Because then if you take that title off of Gunther, then then what do you do with Gunther? People are going to be mad about that. They're yeah. going to be upset. Mm-hmm. And th- there's some Gunther world champion, world heavyweight championship push. I'm a fan of that as well. But we cannot step on what Drew McIntyre is doing right now. I 100% he is, agree. He wants all the smoke and like you can just kind of see like when the you know when the going gets good, the people who are meant to be at the top start to separate themselves. And Drew is like, yo, stop playing with me. I'ma call it like I see it. Put anybody next to me. It's it, you're gonna see that look, I, I'm ready for that moment as well. So I Drew's definitely a part of the main event. It's not Gunther. Gunther should be Jay. At Jimmy's expense. I agree 100% on when you say that. I agree too. 
And so then with with Jimmy and Jay have Jimmy cost in the match like, oh, you think you think you better than me? You think you can win championships without me being there with you? Then that's how that sets that up. Boom, bam, boom. And then right when you mentioned Drew McIntyre as well, this is something I think I can honestly say this is the best work I've seen Drew done, honestly, since his work in NXT, since he's come back, in my humble opinion. That man is absolutely killing it right now. He's seeing that CM Punk has went down with an injury, and you see him just immediately step up and pick the man, pick up the mantle. And you're seeing him like, hey, listen, one of our stars is down. You could put the company on my back. I've proven it before. Let me do this one more time. And I, I've, I've enjoyed Seth's run, honestly. I have. It's not the greatest title run. Not every title run has to be great. It's been good. But now I can say I think it's time we get the belt off of him. And I think, honestly, you give Drew that moment. You give him that moment in front of the fans. And then you keep him as this heel on this heel run. But there's also a wild card into the mix that we haven't brought up. Unfortunately, unfortunately, that's in the mix. Pretty that. But yeah, Damian Priest, he is definitely a wild card in this entire world title situation, especially with Punk going down. Could we possibly see a situation where we get Drew McIntyre versus Seth? Drew wins the title and then immediately Priest goes and cashes in his money in the bank briefcase to win the world title. And maybe that just all depends. Now, if they do go Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins, would that be in the main event? Would that be in the main event? Or would you go Becky Lynch versus Rhea Ripley, which is obviously happening? And also going back to the world title match, could we... Because with the way this Sami Zayn story is going to... That's why I brought him up. Yep. I I think he's going one of two ways. It's either one, he's going to go after Gunther, or two, he's going to be in in the world title match as a triple threat. It's between those two options. This is a conveniently timed element of where, when we're recording because we do have SmackDown last night to recall. And mm-hmm. I think there's a couple things that work into what we've been talking about that I'll try to work in based off of last night. Um, SmackDown's main event was nothing. There was no Roman. There was no Cody. There was no Rock. Triple H dressed it off the top. That was it. Main event was a... Elimination Chamber qualifying match between Sammy and Randy. And I said, ooh, this is difficult because who's losing this? I have wanted Sammy Mania ever since he cut the, what did I call it? I called it the, um, ever since he cut the Hamas promo on on Raw. Like, he's, you know, Sammy's socially active. Yeah. And the war was picking off and he just cut this impassioned ass promo along with saying, I want to be in the main event scene. I feel mm-hmm. like Sammy Mania, just as a thing, folks are going to love that so much. Now, this isn't his year. It doesn't really feel like it. Yeah. Unless, so last night, he lost to Randy, and I was like, oh, man, this, what are we doing with Sammy? And there's only two people qualified for the chamber as of now. I could see Sammy being the last man in on some 
you know, last chance. They do this yep. all the time with, with these mm-hmm. big multi-man matches. This is your last chance to qualify. Now yep. you see Sammy sneaking in that way. Now, one of the other things we were talking about was what is Rock doing at WrestleMania if he's not in a match either with Cody or with Roman? And you could do night one, night two. I think that the that the roster is so deep, the g- amount of good stuff is so deep that we don't need Cody to work twice. Yeah. Now that he said his sights clearly on Roman, nobody can take that from him. So why is he wrestling two nights? Um, I saw this floating on Twitter earlier, and it's it's sort of out there. And I'm only mentioning now as a concept. We'll see where it's going. But The Rock right now does not seem like he is just going to be on the sidelines at WrestleMania. Could we get a match that I believe we've never gotten properly? We got Evolution versus Rock and Sock, I believe, at WrestleMania 20. I do not think that we ever got The Rock versus Randy Orton marquee singles match. Now, Randy won the chamber qualifying match, and I didn't really want Randy to win that match because, A, I was pulling for Sammy, and, B, how much sense does it make for him to be like, like, with Randy coming back, dude, I was the biggest Randy fan as a kid, more than John. Like, John first, you know, of course, but as Randy became the real heel, Apex Predator voices, everything, I loved Randy. And... So I'm saying that now because now that he comes, now that he's come back, I'm like, all right, y'all, hey, yo, hey, there's a lot going on. I love having Randy back, <laughs> but why are we just putting him from the world, from the universal picture, to the heavyweight title picture, just because he's back? So I don't want to see him win the chamber, essentially. Nor do I think it makes that much sense. Yeah, he's not and, that. right. So I guess we can loop him back into having Cody's back. Sort of speak, like, hey, I brought you in here. I'm not going to let anybody violate you thinking that they have more power than you because guess who also is a third-generation superstar? Guess who also has family that help, you know, all this and that. That could be his reason for getting inserted into some of the bloodline mess. And maybe, just maybe, we, like, pair up Rock and Randy. Maybe. As of this moment, what else are we doing with Randy at Mania? I don't know. But we got mm-hmm. a lot to figure out still. That's just a concept. And then with the world title picture, we agree. Drew is in that match at Mania. Seth will be defending. Sammy might shoehorn his way in there. But as you mentioned, Priest being the just, you know, the, the 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 beans in the casserole that like why are you here <laughs> what would be poetic is if he cashed in on seth at wrestlemania because nobody can cash in at wrestlemania again like seth did because he did that now if you're returning the favor and now seth's on the opposite end of the cash in to me that would be poetic and priest needs something but Judgment Day has been so effective and so good over the last year now that even though Priest hasn't rocked it, the group has been so money that you could possibly pull that off. And at the end of the day, their heels were supposed to boo them anyway. 
Yeah, it's like well, first off, let me go let me go straight off to this Rocky thing. You might have sold me on this Randy Orton thing. Because hey. it's like you say, what else is Randy Orton gonna do? I mean, people mentioned him facing solo Sokoa at WrestleMania. Which so that would be boring, Smackdown, bro. Like, come on now. That would be boring, but so it's like you gotta have something for him to do, and having him possibly get involved because Seth is gonna be busy with Drew, obviously. Having him get involved to have Cody's back, that that's gonna make sense, and he's already on SmackDown at that. So you might you might have you might have won me over on that. That might legit be a oh. dark horse pick that we might have to really watch out for. Because Seth can't have Cody's back. He's got to handle mm-hmm. his business. That would that was conveniently because it was decision time. Mm-hmm. He's got to go back to doing his thing, and Cody doesn't have anybody else. Yeah, and also, too, like that, I saw Brian Alvarez mention the possibility of Seth and Cody versus Rock and Roman on night one, which that's obviously out the window now. And I don't right. think like, Seth is going to be ready in time for the chamber match, for the tag match to happen. Unless he unless he's ready, I don't see it happening within these next couple of months. So maybe that'll be saved for a SummerSlam because there was obviously something there with them four specifically. But Randy might take his place, so we can look out for that. But also, yeah, this this card with and, and Priest too possibly getting cashed cashing in on Seth that would be poetic. But it also just brings up the question that I constantly I ask multiple people this. Yes, we love Judgment Day. They have been hot as a group. They're kind of lukewarm now, in a way, very room temperature-ish. But do we really want to see a, a Damian Priest world title run? I mean, at the most, if he was to win that title, I, I don't see him holding it for longer than a pay-per-view cycle, in all honesty. I don't see it being longer than that. It's and you got to really think about who your who your champions are going to be these next coming months mm-hmm. because I truly feel that that belt no matter what is going straight to Gunther at the Bash at Berlin. Because they rich before Punk came in, I thought it was going to be Mania, but I think it's going to happen in Germany. That's going to be his coronation. So you really got to look and think about who your champions are going to be within these next time frames and how long much that belt is going to be flip-flopping. Now, A, I am A, pass the belt around if you're asking me. <laughs> if I'm in the writing room, I'm the one, I'm, I'll be the person that says, what's the problem? Because so I made this analogy, Seth has been kind of Triple H's like the second, not the second coming, but like he's sort of been like his project ever since going back to the authority when they had their own WrestleMania match. And just yeah, that, that, like, he's literally his day one. Yeah. That's his man's, right? I was like, isn't this kind of cool? I saw a graphic that had all of the original big gold once it came back to WWE title holders, and it started with the Triple H run that everybody references as the Reign of Terror. I said, it's kind of cool that Seth has had this belt and beaten so many people, whether it's Shinsuke, Finn, Drew McIntyre, of like, man, I was pulling for each of those guys to beat him. But he beat them all, like every time. Like John Cena wins. Like, wow, <laughs> really? Another one? It's been kind of cool that he has like safeguarded so far that belt's reputation to sort of make it be like, no, this is this is coveted. At this point now, 
you're right. There are a few worthy holders of that belt. Punk is one. Drew is one. Gunther's one. And then folks that want to see, you know, Sammy get one. Meanwhile, Drew has the, I mean, Priest has the briefcase. They've got to put some legitimacy back on the briefcase. That I agree on. It sucks because they've fumbled Priest's stock ever since winning it. But going back to NXT, he's been a Triple H guy. He is a bigger guy on the roster, which does get you at least to a certain point in terms of credibility. He's not a bad wrestler or worker. The gimmick has always needed a little bit of fine, a little bit of work. It's been a little blurry all the time. Um, but he can hold it for four weeks, if you ask me. Just to say that we did it, it amounted to a victory. We got to put some money back into the money in the bank. I would yeah. want to see it. Even if, say, he's unsuccessful, I could see Sammy winning the next Money in the Bank briefcast match. And that being like, yes, 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 we're finally getting it in due time. And that's setting up Sammy Flynn. I could do that. Drew does deserve it sort of right now. He sort of deserves a, a win at Mania way more than Priest would with the cash in. But we'll see, man. Judgment Day is probably going to – we'll see how they come out. They got to drop these tag belts. Who cares that they are tag team champions right now? Yeah. Oh, man, that is a setup. I think that cashing could happen. That is a that is a trope they like to use. The, Unless Finn Balor, screw, Finn Balor and, and JD screws him over out of that briefcase. Because it's something with that briefcase, man. And like you said, legitimacy does need to be put back into that briefcase. And this just goes to show, and I feel, personally, I was proven right from the get-go. Damian Priest was the wrong pick to win the briefcase. I, I understand I that agree. he would. I, I understand that he had a lot of losses at that time and he needed a win. But you didn't have to give him that win. There was right. plenty of other things he could have did. You could have gave him a, in that, a I remember title. in that match, Logan Paul was in that match. I said, yeah. "Yo, he's already fought Roman. Just give it to Logan." Like uh, L.A. Knight may have been in that match. He was, I dude. I was like, I'd rather see Dom Dom win the briefcase because at least we are going to boo the hell out of him. I know, I know, it's far fetched, but he, he's he's too young. They did it, whatever. Now you've got to make some up. Yeah, you really do, and it's like I feel. Listen, like the two people you instantly named. Let me start off. La Knight, who was. He still is white hot. Listen to his reactions, but you watch that Money in the Bank match. Oh my God, his reactions! He should have won, or you could have gave it to a Logan Paul. And to clear this whole mess, can you imagine if Logan Paul would have cashed in on Seth while he was injured? That that possibly could have solved a lot of problems right now. <laughs> if one of those two would have won, you could have solved a lot of problems if you picked the right winner, but yeah. you didn't. Nah, bro, I can't hold you. I think a world title, depending on how long he does this for real. Say say you look up and Logan's really been doing this three, four years. Bro's got a world title ceiling. And I, I didn't he say he I didn't he say he wants to transition to a full time worker? I think I think he his he, his he new contract is is making him a little bit more full time. Everybody I think in the company is aware 
that this guy is a natural. And depending on how serious he takes this, we can utilize him that way and sky's the limit because they love mainstream appeal, even though Logan's just like, honestly, it's like, come on, guys. Like, with a certain demographic, they're familiar with Logan Paul. The general public couldn't tell you what he really does outside that. He's now sort of an athlete, but he has credibility. And you can't name me a bad Logan Paul match so far. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Can you bash? <laughs> right? Um, he's being handled properly. I do think that – hold on, Bashy. I do think that L.A. Knight and Logan Paul – at Mania, if that's what we get, that'll be dope. That'll be dope. Yeah. That belt also, there's a lot of that belt floating around at the presser. That's a damn good belt. Oh, yeah, that U.S. belt? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It looks better than the IC belt. I don't, the, out of all the belts, honestly, that they re- redesigned, the IC belt was the one that they should not have touched. The U.S. belt, 100%, and that was a major upgrade because that is a that is a nice looking belt. That, I can't that lie. Is a, yeah, that's a fine, fine piece of hardware. I, it, it makes you low because I do want to get me a replica belt soon. I'm like, maybe I might get that one. Maybe. But, you know, yeah, Logan Paul and LA Knight, I think that that could be a direction for the U.S. title match at Mania. I definitely see that. And Logan Paul having a possible world title run in the future. If he does this full time, then yes, I, I say let, let's do it. I say let's do it. And who knows? Maybe this money, maybe he does win money in the bank this time around. This next money in the bank is going to be juicy because even Jay Uso sneaking in there would be big time. I mean, this is, mind you, Bash loves Jay Uso. In the car, I get him lit to go to school sometimes because he won't want to go. And I'm like, Bash, you got to go. <laughs> I'll play him like some wrestler's music after I was like, wait a second, because he likes singing along to the songs. Dude, mm-hmm. in the car, I kid you not. If I'm like, Bash, you want to hear some, you want to hear music? He'll say, play my Uso song, dad. <laughs> play the Uso song, I swear to God. And he's like, woo-hoo. Does he do the waves at all? Yeah, <laughs> I swear. So he's, he's, he came back in the conversation that when he heard his boy Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. You got to start them young with the wrestling fandom, man. You got to. But yeah, possible money in the banks this year. This is what happens when you have a stacked and deep roster like WWE has now. That roster is loaded. And everybody's built up in a position to where like, hey, if somebody goes down, somebody can step up. A la like they, their roster in the Attitude Era and the Ruthless Aggression Era. Like when like, oh, Stone Cold went down, The Rock stepped up. Rock stepped, went down. Triple H stepped up. Triple H went down. Undertaker stepped up. So on and so forth. Where you have that now, Roman goes down. Cody steps up. Cody goes down. Seth steps up. Seth goes down. Drew steps up. You got Punk in there. You got guys. Sammy Zayn steps up. Kevin Owens is going to step up. You got guys on that roster, man. (laughs) No, man. I'm trying to, like go over and make sure we're sort of hidden on the the nuances of of what's going on right now because they what i've been saying is like dude their their deck is just loaded and even when the cm pump brock even when cards get pulled from the deck it's like all right bet we still got we're gonna we're gonna slap this one down like all right how you like that one okay we gotta hold this one let's rearrange let's play it safe maybe but the time is still coming for a lot of folks, like we're saying. Absolutely. Oh, man. 
and we can't predict yet what's going to happen. But this is the beauty and what wrestling fans can't help but do is, is, you know, project and get into it. But I have to I have to mention this. You're not going to like this. Nor will most of the Internet. There's a chance, bro. I think you know what I'm going to finish this with. But there is a chance. And last year, I, I was up. I was on Roman's camp. I know I'm so mad that I wasn't there in person. You were. I would have been the one jumping up and down when they counted three after the spear. This year, after watching becoming American Nightmare becoming Cody Rhodes twice, there's no way you can't root for Cody. And I feel like that just this element, this insertion of the rock cracked the door just enough for Roman to possibly win again. I mean, it's not too far-fetched. I think Roman has finally entered that John Cena element of ways in the matches of which you just never know. Well, well not necessarily right now. Just You just never know what if he's going to win or not. He's not there, obviously, quite yet now, but he's entering that now, especially particularly with this Cody match. But yeah, there's that tiny window. But I think I think it's safe to say, like, nah, that Triple H knows. Like, this has been a this has been a year long story. He was like, listen, this is just the first chapter. So, nah, I, I think I, I'm. It's safe to say this time around, this this chapter and this story is closing, and then this is gonna transition transition Roman from this phase of his character into the next in this feud with The Rock. Now, d- will he? Is this a transition finally of Roman going from that from that heel persona to the biggest baby face in the world that WWE finally wanted? We could possibly see, man. Because listen, the the storytelling you can do with having Roman lose the title this time around is bountiful. There's a uh, you could you there was a lot you could have uh, there was a lot you could have did. Obviously, everything that transpired last year, Roman did not need the title to do. That's all those storylines. He did not need it. But now, I think it's imperative for him to not have the title no longer after WrestleMania in order to make things feel fresh and move forward. You're making a good argument because you incorporated what I want to see in the argument for him losing. Because Mm -hmm. what I said was, you look at MJF's title reign, you look at CM Punk's 400, however many long days title reign. These title reigns that span a year's worth of time, there's almost always a turn built in to the title reign because there's no way to straight. There's almost no way to get somebody straight through without having that character evolve or turn and incorporate the crowd reaction switching about them, you know? And I felt that this Roman title reign, the last element that is the cherry on top of it is that I want to see him get the face turn where he says, you know what, y'all, get out of here. I'm I'm done with all y'all. I don't need you guys. I never did need you guys. Let me show you that I don't need you guys. Let me go out there by myself and that, you know, somehow earn the crowd's respect in the fact that he's doing so. But 
if he beats Cody, there's no way in hell he will get any brownie points from the crowd. And a loss, one loss right now to Cody, what that would do, like you said, on the backside of now you're put, you're pitting him because you know what? I, like, you, like we were saying, we think that the rock is going to be in, have Roman's back this whole build. Essentially there might be tension of who's who, but I think it will be intentionally set up to where it looks like rock is full bloodline until it's like you lose and then you embarrass the bloodline. That's not what we do. And then Roman, mm-hmm. you can, you know, easily hold on, hold on, hold on. Nobody did what I did. Not you, not anybody, you know, blah, 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 blah. Let me talk. Let me talk about myself for a second. Let's look at what I did. And everybody in, in that presentation, the folks are going to love Roman. Shout out. Have you, did you ever used to listen to uh, Mac Mania on the Ringer Wrestling Show? I did not know. I, I got into it late last year. And uh, it was my, it became my favorite show, dude, during the week. And then it abruptly sort of ended. The guys on the show went their separate ways. Mm. I, I saw my guy, Evan Matt. I heard him at the Rumble Presser. And then I saw him at the Rumble Kickoff event. And I was like, hold on. That's my boy, Matt. I was lucky to get a credential with the station. And um, I was like, I got to say what's up to him while I'm down here. That, that'll be dope. And shout out to him. I'm going to get this guy on the podcast. Um, I went over to him. I was like, yo, what's up, man? I, I, I listened. I used to listen to you. I heard your voice during the rumble kickoff during the rumble press conference and was like, oh my God, Mac, I ain't heard him since the show ended. And then I, you know, I see where you are now. I'm tapped in now. I just wanted to come holler at you say, what's up? You know, black folks, happy black history month. Shout out. Keep doing what you're doing. We all love wrestling. We think wrestling's great. And he was, he was real solid, bro. He was like, Hey man, I appreciate that question what do you want to see for wrestlemania coming up and we just kind of talked mania for like two three minutes um one of the points that we shared i was like dude we got to stop playing with roman because once he does drop this belt we don't know how much we're going to get our tribal chief much you know much longer like yeah the boos are fine i get it Let's also give him one more run of like appreciation because he's gonna say so he's gonna say see ya before before long after the rain is sort of over. Um and he was like, bro, you know, emphasizing agreeing with that. Like, yeah, dude, we gotta get some some appreciation for Roman before he's out of here as well. That could happen at the rock expense. But I think he does need to lose for the crowd to welcome him back to the good side. Yeah. And what I think, too, what will help with him if he lost, too, I think he would get that, like, yo, after this long title reign, they would probably give him a standing ovation of respect. Like, yo, you are in the top five of the longest reigning world title reigns in the history of pro wrestling. That is respect alone. And see, here's the thing. The crowd... People like me, too, they just want to see him drop the belt. They don't want to see him go away or anything. It's just, you know, it's it's gone past its expiration date. It's time to move forward. It's and time I've to been crown a stand, Cody. But I can agree with you. I can mm-hmm. agree. 
yeah, it's just it just went past a little too long. And so now with him dropping the belt, putting Cody over, the crowd will see, hey, you put over Cody. And then that then that's the next chapter of this tribal chief storyline. Now yeah, how like, Roman thank you. <laughs> yes. And now the question is how Roman loses. That is the biggest question of them all that I know that Triple H and everybody is talking about. Okay, we know you're gonna lose, but how are we gonna do this? Is the rock gonna cost him cost him the match? I don't think it should go down that way. I think Cody I think Cody should beat Roman clean. Cody's got I think straight, he should beat him clean. Beat him. He's got a straight he, he gotta beat him clean. And then if you want, I think honestly, I think you keep I I think you keep Dwayne as the heel during the Rock Roman feud. That's what I'm saying, bro. I, I think, think you that... keep Rock as the heel, honestly. And then the Rock is the one that kicks that kicks Roman out of the bloodline because listen, everybody, I'm about to give you something. This is a shoot. This is real life. The Rock. In his family bloodline, he is labeled the high chief. So, he is literally the head of the food chain. Like he got knighted that in Samoa. Like and, that is a shoe. When we look at that tree, that graphic wasn't made to flash one time in Las Vegas. That will oh, no. as as beautiful as that thing looked, they're gonna show that time and time again. Especially once this feud kind of re- resurfaces. I, yeah, I looked then, at it, I looked at it in detail. The Rock and Roman, for one, what he said was that their grandparents, their separate grandfathers, entered a blood oath. Rock and Roman are on two opposite sides of that lineage, and without being an you know ancestral, you know, and whatever ist I you know whatever person studies lineage, <laughs> I believe there to be no blood directly between the Rock. In Roman Reigns, they are cousins under this blood oath that was entered amongst mm-hmm. their grandfathers. And at that point, but Roman is an Anawaii, Rocky is a Maivia. Their bloodline, yes, but once it's time for them versus each other, they're on opposite sides of that bloodline. That's just one thing to where, yeah, you know, th- that's built in for them to have a divide. And not only that, just when you mentioned like the separate sides, that could play into this. Like, like going back to what The Rock said, he's a long gamer. In which I think there's a, I think there's multiple things into that. Number one, I think, I think straight off off the bat, Rock and Roman is happening at 41, and I think 41 is going to be out here in Las Vegas because you have to have the marquee location to do the match too. I told I told Mac this. I thought they were going to announce forty one at the presser. They didn't. It didn't Me give too. off that kind of. It also didn't give off that vibe. That presser. Yeah. That felt like a show. That mm-hmm. like, let's just fix all. Let's fix these loose ends. Anywho, I told him Rock Roman feels more like Vegas than it does Philadelphia. One hundred percent. That's why. That's why we were saying in Los Angeles was the perfect setting. Dallas was talked about for the match too, which. Yeah. You could have made you could have made it's gotta Dallas be work. at a venue. Like it's gotta be at a either in a city or like at the garden, which isn't big enough. But yeah. like it's gotta be at the proper venue. That's why I said you could have made Dallas work because Cowboy right. Stadium that I is a hundred thousand that is a hundred thousand capacity stadium. So you could have made it work. But yeah, doing that match in Las Vegas, 
giving it that that like you know that big Muhammad Ali boxing Floyd Money Mayweather type right. of box office feel. So I think yeah, th- that match is definitely happening. I think you could we could possibly see like you never know what if I because I think Jay and Demi Uso are gonna get involved in this storyline story, somehow. That story's gonna be beautiful. I think that story pulls Rikishi out. That pulls Solo, you know, in a different light. I think I think that Epples his daughter up. I think that story we get some real Jerry Springer esque, like, yo, this is some messy drama here. Like, <laughs> not only that, Jacob Fatu, he's yeah. out there, and Booker T it's said time. he's actively yes, trying to get him in WWE. So you that never graphic, know, bro. Was it that thing was a thing of art, bro? That, oh yeah, that was, that was something to behold. I'm not gonna lie, that was awesome. And we got to be real, bro. I think I'm glad we circle back to it right now because this is redemption for The Rock. The Rock mm-hmm. right now, I think, feels, you know, The Rock is sort of Teflon. He's made mm-hmm. it. He, he's gotten over, to use the wrestling terminology, everywhere he's went. He got over in wrestling, got over in Hollywood, did it to, you know, with great success both places. However, he hasn't rubbed everybody the right way along the way. And in doing so, you you know, it, it's hard to, to satisfy all of these different fan bases or do things the right way along the way. But right now, given, like you said, or, you know, like you're more aware of what went down sort of with the, with the Black Adam sort of flop, mm-hmm. um, with the people who don't love his acting, with the people who don't look at him as the greatest wrestler of all time or like don't put him in that conversation because he didn't hold the belt enough because it was short-lived, whatever you want to call it. I think The Rock feels in his heart of heart that he is a one of one and the greatest to do all these things. However, he's not publicly regarded as that. This feel that one, yeah, you should feel that way about yourself. Yeah. You've, done some, you've done some shit, brother. Like, <laughs> Man, as you should. you got every right to feel that way. <laughs> hey. uh, but I think this run right now, this return run home, which is WWE for him, as The Rock. But, you know, this is your time, bro, to captivate everybody again and, and go down as the you know as one of the just one of ones and, and make do what stone cold never did do what hogan was never able to but this is your time bro to separate yourself from everybody else if you're able to like you, you've got to use this you know what i mean like does it not feel that way yeah i, I I'm, I'm 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 feeling exactly where you're going with this because like you said Hogan never did nothing like this. Stone Cold, he he didn't he never really had no official retirement run. His was a secret this whole time. So, you know, if he wants to go out with a bang with a story like where it can and has the potential of going, then hey man, you can go down like, yo, you ended your career. You probably had the greatest ending to a career ever, storytelling wise. And so if he plays his cards right, and he's going to easily win the fans back over. And I think he understands, like, yo, if I do business with Cody and whatnot, the fans are going to easily win. I'm going to easily win them over. Because, yeah, 
you know, he didn't necessarily destroy the DC universe like what some wrestling fans will say. The, the DCU was already a failing product as it was, and Black Adam just was not it. And so, in a way, the, don't get me wrong, I can break down, I'll give you a quick cliff note. Dwayne, he basically tried to pull a power play and try to take over DC. Black Adam was really a Shazam villain, and he wanted to separate himself from Shazam. And so he tried, basically tried to have it set up. And so instead of him facing Shazam, he ends up fighting Superman. And basically, Black Adam did not work. It failed. It, it made just, it, it lost a little bit of money. And so they scapegoated him out like, yeah, he was one of the reasons why it failed. And so he lost a lot of faith with the comic book fan community. And so, like we said, like, if he plays, he has to play his cards right with being back in the wrestling business because this is the last set of like loyal fans that he has committed to him and you cannot lose that grasp with this audience so if you tell a good story right let cody finish his story the fans are going to easily come back they're going to easily come back around within the next couple of months yeah now you look at everybody it's like you are you are post all these gym videos we know you're in shape figure out how to you know work work these matches without hurting your body if you do that, you can go out in a way that nobody else has really gone out. And we don't know when the end could be or should be for his little run. As long as he probably wants to do this, he could. But you could do this. You could enter a LeBron phase of this is a run that nobody else has sort of pulled off. Like, you look at Undertaker. You look at Shawn Michaels. You look at how Triple H is. Triple H never had a real proper last match. Mm-hmm. And we are sort of robbed of that. Hey man, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, that sucks in regards to Triple H, man. Yo, this is the furthest fetched thing I could say right now. You can't tell me Triple H doesn't have that itch. He has that itch, but you you know Steph know. Is, Steph is gonna say no. Steph I know. is gonna be like, hell no. I know. But remember. We were supposed to get Rock and Triple H at one of these 30 WrestleManias. Yeah, it was supposed to be WrestleMania 32. It was 32, but Rock's schedule would not line up. It was supposed to happen at WrestleMania 32. But I don't see... With Triple H getting older, and that was a very, very, very serious health scare. So, And he's getting older, so yeah, nah, he's not getting back in. He's not eating. Plus, he he's making Yo. he's he he's in the position that he's been grinding and waiting to be in for years. So I think he's chilling. Really, I if think Nick he's chilling. Foley wants to have a death match. If if, if Ric Flair wrestled that song, I know, I know, well, Rick, I agree, I agree. It shouldn't, probably won't. Fantasy, but shout out to Sam Roberts. One of the three rules he has for wrestling: one is to speculate wildly. I'm just saying we didn't get that match, that whole backstage at the presser, and you fix it, mother effer, hard f, you know, f bomb this like. Well, listen, you're I, lucky. Is woo? If only, I'll give you this. We won't get a match. We won't get a match, but boots. we won't get a match. But we will see for sure. We're we're obviously gonna get a. We're more than likely gonna get a promo battle out of the two of them next Friday. Right. And now, doesn't that also sort of lean in to Randy jumping into this? 
I can't. You you can because you could have Triple H have somebody come in like who who could I have come face you? I mean, you might be right. winning me over on this rant. Randy Orton is really, yeah. really is a dark horse for WrestleMania, man. And I, and I feel, I feel Rock is, for, I think Rock is for sure going to be wrestling. He is for sure going to be wrestling. And then putting him in a match with Randy Orton, Randy Orton will protect the Rock 100% with his style. So it's, it's a possibility, man. It's a possibility because. I, I because if, if because I think Dwayne thought he was going to be wrestling Roman at Mania this year, and apparently I think he did confirm he is ring ring in shape ready. So yeah. you know I am going to keep my eye out on this Randy Orton situation yeah. because you're not going to have him not on the card. You know, black tank top rock look like he for sure getting in the ring. <laughs> yeah, and this is not and and mention like what people bringing up. Oh, Hollywood Rock is back. This is not necessarily going to be Hollywood Rock. Let's be real. Hollywood Rock was a wee bit goofy. I don't think we're going to get goofy Rock. Yeah, no, this, <laughs> this Rock is around. business. Yeah, he man. means business. This is the businessman. This is the That's corporate. Bad. This is the corporate villain Rock that people think he is. He's like, oh, this is what y'all think I am? All right, we're going we gonna to lean into this. Because he was like telling I, people, fix it. And then you're having people like Big E and CM Punk vividly mention that he's on right. the board, like you can't ignore that fact. You can't right. ignore it. That that some that these guys are superior is out here acting a fool. Man, <laughs> it's listen, man. Dwayne, shout out to Punk, this. man. Punk on the mic in this commentary role. Remember his first dip of the toe back in the WWE was that backstage show on Fox Sports that that went away after about four episodes. Yeah, he talks Kobe about that, right? That might have been it. He talks about wrestling in such a valid way, like when he's not cutting, like just in commentary mode. Mm-hmm. That I think I need him like on the on the mic. I need him on the booth, low key, on this lead up to WrestleMania. I, I need I need more Punk on commentary while he's away, and that's also because his story, man, it was so weird at the Rumble because his return felt funny like something felt off in the rumble watch as it came down to it where it was like it was kind of clear the folks weren't ready for punk to win that because there was no story built in it was just your back but what exactly is the story why are we rooting for you or against you and i think we just need to keep him not hidden while he's away i think he should be in the limelight until he's ready again whether that is Appearing on TV and certain, you know, cutting promos backstage with people. I don't know, even if it's something. I, I think that you keep that connection with him and the crowd alive when he's present. And we don't want that to just sort of like get lukewarm. Because mm-hmm. then we don't know what we're doing when he comes back and they're going to botch it somehow. Yeah, 100%. Because CM Punk is still a ginormous name and he, what he's known for is talking. And so I think Triple H is Triple H is a smart man, and I think he noticed that too. Like nice. he's gonna have him on. He's gonna. I, I can. I'm willing to bet money. Punk will be on that WrestleMania kickoff panel and whatnot. He's gonna be. He's gonna be a presence felt. And then let's say let's have Drew win the world title um, at WrestleMania, 
and Punk is around, and then you can just have Drew torment Punk just waving around the title all around on the shows and constantly mentioning his name. And then once Punk is back and ready, which hopefully I'm thinking maybe he, I, he should be back by SummerSlam from what I'm guessing. Then you can, if Drew, Drew can still be champion by then, because that's only like, what, four to five months. And then you could do Drew versus Punk. You have a well-made feud set up and ready for you right then and there. And then you'll still have... Um, Punk versus Seth on the back burner whenever you want that ready. And then whenever Roman's done with The Rock, you got Punk and Roman ready for you whenever. One of one of Punk's best assets is that he finds himself in positions he has no business being in and overcoming those predicaments and having the crowd fully in his back pocket doing so. And Punk beating Drew is one of those Let's be real. CM Punk should not be beating Drew. But yeah. with the entire universe behind him, it's one of those moments that you have to book. The only ish, the only sort of um, obstacle to making that happen is Bash at Berlin is before SummerSlam. And I'm in line with you in that Gunther's main eventing that. One way or another. In Germany? Like, let's be real. In Germany? (laughs) Now, we can figure this all out as we get there. But maybe Gunther's undefeated still, and then you line him, I don't know, against Punk or something. But either way, oh, man. There was a funny note, and we're going to get out of here, bro, because I think we've done what we needed to do, and and that being just capture this lightning rod sort of moment. Yes, sir. Um. Gunther needs one more element. Shoemaker talked about this on the Mass Man show about try to explain to your friend or lady friend who's watching the wrestling with you what Gunther's real, real, real crux story is. And it's pretty simply that he cherishes the in-ring wrestling. He wants the art form to be respected. And he had a weight loss journey. That's sort of it. Yeah. If we can sprinkle something else on Gunther, oh man, everything else is done. Everything is everything is there. Absolutely everything. We'll see. He doesn't need much at all though. Even in this version of just yo, respect the ring. It's sort of yeah, with, done. Yeah, you know, with Gunther, you know. I feel maybe like you know that little thing you like you're saying he's missing. Maybe maybe tap into what some of what Bret Hart be saying about some in ring aspects of like he's not liking what he's seeing. He doesn't have respect for it. Tap into that more. All the and way, I feel and I feel like honestly, damn. And this is why I'm kind of mad that Lesnar is involved in this because I think a match with Lesnar and great. then him. Being the absolute holy hell out of Lesnar with all those chops, I think that would have took him to a whole nother level. Because it's just the visual and the sight of it, of him, him taking, going up against Lesnar. Taking suplexes, bouncing around, Man. kicking out of an F5. We might Man. get it still. We might get it still. Lesnar's pretty much non grata right now. I don't think we've seen the last of him in WWE, but we might have. It's a good, there's a chance that we have. If he's 
if he didn't do, I don't, I don't want to talk about that case. But you know, he didn't do what Vince did, so we shouldn't treat him the way we're treating Vince. Yeah, it's just he, 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 he got too much heat on his name right now. That's what it is. He, you got too, your name is too hot right now, buddy. We need you <laughs> to sit down somewhere. You got to pull a Ric Flair, go hide off somewhere. Because remember, Ric Flair fell off the face of the earth and started popping back up. And then everybody, he got his little woo back into the intro and whatnot. So Lesnar has to pull that. Now, does he want to come back and wrestle again with Vince no longer being there at all? Right, maybe not. That That's something, yeah, we got to think about. Yeah, because he was a Vince guy. Vince let him do whatever he wants. Let's, let's remember now, he... He walked out of that SmackDown originally that morning of SmackDown when Vince stepped down and and it was a couple people. And I think I I truly feel that Vince was one of the people that called Lesnar and was like, yo, you can't do that. You walk out on them. You walk out on me. I, I truly feel that's what it was. And no, so Lesnar seems loyal. Yeah. Um. Th- there's more. There is more. I, I want one NXT match on the WrestleMania card. We have Stand and Deliver. I love NXT. We had we were talking about NXT a while back when I was like, bro, 2.0 has been has been cooking. It's been cooking. I think a lot of people have observed that now. Uh, Trick and Mellow. Hoo-wee. Trick and Mellow is going to hit something ridiculous man and then you also look at that the last person and i believe the only person to have beaten gunther is Ilya dragunov current nxt champion he's main roster he's main roster bound i think before mid-year unless he has one of those sets since nakamura finn balor like two year NXT runs because he just is the champ forever and ever. But Dragunov will have a match with that. Might be who takes the Intercontinental Championship off of Gunther. Also, too, there's another person you want to you want to talk about NXT. Bro, I'm surprised. Yeah, no, bro, I, I'm with you, bro. I, we talked about him on the Rumble Pod on our Rumble Power Ranking winners. He was the wild card of just like, yo, he deserves a spotlight. There was all those reports of, yeah, you know, Braun reportedly took the Lesnar spot. Yo, if they weren't booking Braun being that rumble already, that would have been malpractice. I think, see, here's the thing to what I think happened. I think that Braun would have been in that rumble 100%, no doubt. But the Lesnar thing is what pushed it even further. So I think Braun kind of took Lesnar's role in the match. And then they had that Pat McAfee spot, too, which was a waste. So I think it was a mix of both of those, in a way, right, to, right, right. to make up for Lesnar not being in there. Because that's, that's a major factor of him not being in that match. And Braun, man, listen, Braun's the future. If, if, you, got people, if you got people like The Undertaker saying that he has it... The he Undertaker does, literally said it said that. He if does. you got Undertaker saying that, oh yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. That, only every so on does a wrestler come up that fits the Goldberg mold, the Batista mold. 
of just like, yo, big jock, believable, doesn't have to blow us away on the mic, got just enough charisma to come out there. But the fact that Braun is a Steiner and this dog barking that he didn't even have to lead the crowd on at the Rumble. They were barking on their <laughs> own at his spots. Like, he's got it, bro. 100%. 100%. And uh, Mello is, is the black Shawn Michaels we, did, we never knew we were going to get that we're all going to be privileged to get. It's literally they're they're gonna be your Superman and Batman of the company moving forward. And then Trick Williams, bro. Hey, sky's the limit. Oh, uh, people limit. people saying in the back that they think Trick might be a future Mania main eventer because of that reaction on SmackDown, bro. So you gotta watch out for Trick. They might put because you remember like Bianca was didn't really do much in NXT, and then she right. became never star. Was a, never was a champion in NXT. She she was like a star, but she wasn't like one of the top dogs. No. Rick is kind of in that S is in that tier. So don't be surprised if that same type of rocket pack happens to Tricks because he has the look, the charisma, the audience oh, 100%, is behind him. Bro. 100%, dude. And he's got this built in diesel Shawn Michaels element with Trick, I me mean, with Carmelo Hayes, that is main roster worthy already and yeah bro i don't know man it, it's it's nuts right now when you lay all those things out this is my last thing i don't know how in the world a kazushko okada or a mercedes monet sasha banks when you just look at the deck bro and i don't hate on AEW. Mm-hmm. Suge did a great point of separating the two entities and being that they're not the same. And mm-hmm. I'm in agreement that both can and will succeed going forward. But when you look at all these things, bro, it's just like, Sasha, really, bro? <laughs> really? Really? Well, let's be fair with Mercedes. It could be a very personal thing with her which it seems like it must be and i think it's a it's because remember jim ross said if whatever so it's a situation it's between the two c's it's the cash or creative and and this situation it's looking like the cash she wants to get paid that charlotte money and they're trying to give her that b level tier money i think is going on and you know tony tony khan's pockets is deep so of course he gonna break the bank yeah, man. Okada, listen, nobody knows what Okada's going to do, man. Because a lot of things, too, we got to think about, in particular with these international stars in AEW, what what they offer them in WWE will not. Like Osprey, for example, too. They're able to stay in the UK or Japan or whatever. WWE, they're going to make your ass fly out and move to Florida. So right. that option and then being able to still wrestle here and there on the indies too to make a little bit of more side cash, that's why. But also too, oh yeah, let, let, now let's be real since you brought up a couple of them. Oh, some of them stars, oh, they're going to go to WWE. You know why? Because they're only in their very early 30s. 
Jay White, Will Os- Jay White and Will Osprey, I think, respectively, 30 and 31. MJF is only 27. <laughs> like, let's be real. They're going to go to the E eventually. Oh, man. And even, like, you know what the, the other – and it's – that this is the beauty uh, of having two successful companies now because those those sort of forbidden topics are inevitably going to come to fruition for some of them. We won't get them all. But like, bro, Mox. Now Mox is killing it in AEW. And he, he ain't he ain't coming back. I know he's, he's not. Never he's, coming back. He's resting he's on never his laurels. Going back. I, I won't Until give the up. Hall of Fame. I won't give up on wanting it. And that's that's my right as a fan, but I'm going to have to eat it because I know. But like, yeah. I, man, and we I I'm, I'm I've spent so much time on WWE that I I will get deeper into AEW what's happening because you can't much of 2023 I would watch Dynamite simply because it's hard to be disappointed. It's just hard to be disappointed at how hard those guys were are willing to go. And even some of the things that don't stick or land, it there's like a, what the hell is this? But I got to watch it element to it. And they're, success, they're succeeding. They are fully succeeding. Like when I talk about them, I try not to make it seem like I'm dissing them and that I'm a WWE homer. My loyalty is is pretty clear. I can't help it. But it be like that. Right. I I will give them their credit and their just due with with time on the pot. Um in due time because it's a lot to sink your teeth into over there as well. There's plenty. There's plenty. I think they're knocking this little I think they're knocking this thing run out of the park. This thing last run. Um Oh yeah. They've been bitten the back by some injuries, of course. But um, Kenny just resigned. He's not going anywhere. I'd love to think that Max was sometime soon, but he's not. He's not. not Remember, yet. like I said, he's only twenty six. You know, he will only at the very most, at the very most. And I'm thinking like a five year deal. He will only be thirty one by the time he goes to WWE. So we can. But if I'm Max, I wouldn't sign. I, I hope he didn't sign no five year deal. I hope he signed the three to four year. Nah, he's got to pull a LeBron. Let's let's do that one and one player option. <laughs> the player <laughs> option. <laughs> he's got to, bro. Oh, uh, this was good stuff, dog. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, this was fun, man. And we and we will do it again on on the road on the road to WrestleMania because, bro, it's. This is this is this is crockpot booking right now. This is simmering and, and coming together finally. Hell yeah! Hey, hit me anytime. I'm I'm always down for this. Yes, sir. Y'all, uh, let them know where they can find you on socials, man. Listen, man. Listen, man. I'm on the socials. You can find me on Instagram at k I'm on TikTok actively, posting my movie reviews and whatnot. Follow me on there with at FishFlixFilm. And on Twitter, you can go ahead, find me. I follow your boy, FishFlix. Y'all pop up right in there. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All of that. And likewise with the pod, the Hoop University, we will be back very shortly. I've got to talk Super Bowl. Got to talk trade deadline. NBA All-Star breaks coming up. And uh, the getting is good. The getting is good. Got some more guests in the tuck that will be on short, sooner than you know it. Like, follow, and subscribe. Keep on keeping on. Don't be a stranger. We want your thoughts and opinions. And uh, wrestling's great. We love it. And uh, until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Sir, till next time.